Hey everybody, this is Alex. This is Natasha. And we are back with our equity listener survey. This is the second time we are doing this. We are incredibly hyped. So we want to do another temperature check because we have gotten a ton of new listeners. Thank you. And our loyal listeners. We always want to make sure we are doing our best work for you. So if you want to take the survey, it's just a couple of clicks. It's really, really quick. There is a link pinned to the top of the Equity Pod Twitter account. There is a post over on TechCrunch.com. If you're looking, just my author page if you want. And essentially just fill it out and we'll make the show better. It's pretty one-to-one. And to sweeten the deal for those who like surprises, if you complete the survey, you will be entered to win an equity gift basket. The basket is a mystery to you and to us right now, (laughs) but the things you might possibly win would be TechCrunch socks, Disrupt tickets, tickets to our first live stream recording of the show. We're also offering a timeshare with our Webby Award, a Danny Crichton transition carved into a single block of aluminum. And uh, (laughs) if we nag people enough, maybe, maybe, I can't promise this, an equity t-shirt. We are still on our crusade for merch after all these years but please fill out the survey it makes us super smart and super happy and so we appreciate it and we appreciate you and with that let's do a show good morning and welcome to equity monday's episode where we catch up on the news and as always explore the numbers behind the headlines I'm Natasha Mascarenas, and as you may have heard, this is not Alex Wilhelm because he is out on vacation. Alex, I hope you are not listening, and everyone else, turn that volume up because we have a lot to get through today. It is June 14th, 2021. This week, the NATO summit kicks off in Brussels, the Dublin Tech Summit begins, and Oracle, which, if you guys forgot, literally tried to buy TikTok at one point, is reporting its earnings. As for the stock market, we're seeing globally stocks up just a smidge. U.S. stocks started pretty flat. EU stocks and Asian stocks are both posting modest gains this morning. We'll get into Bitcoin as well, but first, some housekeeping. Do not forget to take the equity listener survey that we've been mentioning over the past few weeks. It's all over our Twitter page, and it's attached to the last few podcast posts on TechCrunch. Fill it out because we take that feedback super seriously and try to make the show better for you. So fill it out. It will take only a few seconds. And with that, we can begin. So this weekend was a fun one. Circling back on last week when news broke that Jeff Bezos is going to be one of the first passengers on his spaceflight company Blue Origin and its human space launch on July 20th, this weekend, one of those seats was auctioned off for $28 million. $28 million. That is the size of a seed round. Wow, I am impressed. (laughs) Speaking of moonshots, I told you we were going to talk about Bitcoin. This weekend, Bitcoin jumped to above 39,000 and is currently hovering around 39,173 at the time of this recording. This is up from the 34,880 level at the start of Sunday trading, according to Coinbase, and is still less than its high of, of course, 65,000 in April. Some think that the jump in Bitcoin is tied to Elon Musk tweeting that Tesla would resume transactions in Bitcoin once at least half of it can be mined using clean energy. Bitcoin, Bezos, and Musk. Who would have thought that this would be my show? (laughs) Moving on to this morning, the FT reports that flagship pioneering, the VC company behind literally Moderna, 
has raised its largest fund while it tries to build the next big biotech companies. The fund is $3.4 billion and is what the FTCs as one of the biggest in the pharmaceutical industry. In the piece, Nubar Afayan, the founder of Flagship, said that the capital base is going to allow them to start these companies all under one roof. So it's not going to be that traditional venture company where it gives the investment and works as a partner, but pretty siloed from each other. Flagship is trying to literally bring companies within its four walls, form teams, and eventually spin out those companies as research develops. Now let's talk about funding rounds. Of course, since I am at the helm of today's show, we're going to talk about edtech and health tech. First up, we have edtech giant Baiju's becoming the most valuable startup in India. Not just the most valuable edtech startup, the most valuable startup, period, replacing Paytm, which was last valued at $16 billion itself. Baiju's, as Manish Singh, a reporter on our team, reports, has raised about $350 million in a new tranche of investment from UBS Group, Zoom founder Eric Wan, Blackstone, and others. The company is now valued at $16.5 billion. Baiju's, which is profitable, is best described as a preparation tool for students pursuing undergrad and graduate level courses, as well as school-going kids. Tutors on the app work a lot to tackle complex subjects using real-life objects and anecdotes. And earlier this year, it proved that it is resonating. Baiju's has amassed over 80 million users per Manisha's story, 5.5 million of whom are paying subscribers. Baiju's executives earlier this year said that Baiju's current revenue run rate is 800 million, a figure that we can expect to get to 1 billion in the next year. One billion, edtech, India, it's all of my favorite things in one sentence. Next up, we have the Pill Club, which announced this morning that it has raised 41.9 million in a Series B extension round led by Base 10. The round comes over two years after the company announced its initial Series B investment, a $51 million financing. So it's kind of weird to have such a long gap between two rounds, and I'm still unsure why they didn't just call it a Series C, but semantics aside, the company is at a really interesting point because it has a new executive. Six months ago, former Uber executive Liz Meyerdirk took over as the chief executive of the Pill Club. The company offers online birth control and prescription delivery service to hundreds of thousands of women. So with Meyerdirk replacing the founder and previous chief executive Nick Ching, We see the company be run by a woman, which is fantastic. The company crossed $100 million in annual run rate last year, and the new financing today will be spent a lot on making the Pill Club a replacement for primary care. So it started off with birth control, but it's looking at areas like dermatology and period care. The way that Liz describes it is being the person other than your mom to talk to when you have a question on healthcare. To quote her directly, She said that in women's health, we think it's too good to be true when we actually get what we deserve, which is a healthcare lesson and a life lesson. Notably, I want to give a shout out for its diversity metrics of a 350 person staff. The Pill Club announced that it has 72% of employees identifying as women and 28% of employees identifying as male. The last thing I'll say on the Pill Club is that it's committing to working within insurance. My inbox these days has been full of -of out-of-pocket companies because It is easier to get consumers to pay than it is to work with an insurance, especially as an early stage company. But a spokesperson from the company told me that telemedicine that ignores the reality of insurance is always going to have a limited piece of the pie. Cash only systems simply aren't a product built for scale. A truly innovative healthcare platform exists within the realities of the system. 
So I would say that's a subtweet at Row Hims and Hers that take cash as a primary way to serve patients, while the Pill Club is betting that insurance might not be as much of a hellhole as we assume. And that is that. I hope you have an energizing, caffeinated week and remember to be kind with yourself. I know for those of us that have the privilege of being vaccinated right now, the calendar is filling up fast. So here is your reminder to cancel that calendar invite if you need it and take more than five minutes for lunch. I actually dare you. You deserve it. That's our show. Make sure to come hang out with us for our regular Wednesday show, which will be unpacking the Expensify EC1 and Friday for our news roundup. We're on Twitter at EquityPod and I'm on Twitter at NMask underscore if you want to say hi. Chat soon.